1: Welcome to Money-Making Conversations. It's the show that shares the secrets of success experienced firsthand by marketing and branding expert Rashawn McDonald. I will know. He's given me advice on many occasions, and in case you didn't notice, I'm not broke. You know he'll be interviewing celebrity CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. It's what he likes to do. It's what he likes to share. Now it's time to hear from my man, Rashawn McDonald. Money-Making Conversations. Here we go.
2: I saw him yesterday in New York City doing our thing. That's my boy. Stephen A. Smith. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. I'm your host, Rashawn McDonald. My next guest. First time we've ever really spoken. But I see her all the time on TV. So I know she's making money because that's a money-making conversation. We're we'll going to talk about that. It's an actress. Writer, comedian, right there. Writer and comedian, we cool. Me and her, we bonded. Actress, Rashawn McDonald, could not act. That's where we, that's where we differ right there. She's a Los Angeles native. I'm from Houston, Texas, a Southern boy, West Coast girl. That's where we differ, right there. Third grade spelling bee champ. Now your boy could spell now. Now I, I didn't make the championship of the spelling bee, but I, I I got to the fourth round. You know, some words got up there to me that I, I really threw me off there in the spelling bee. I didn't realize the importance of it till I got older that I could actually put it on my credits like she got it in her credits. You know what I'm saying. Most importantly, she's a serious regular. On the new ABC comedy *Single Parents*, which premieres after *Modern Family*. That show has been on forever. Our sure show, *Hope Single Parents*, is on forever, and for the past five seasons, she has replayed reporter Ashley on ABC *Scandal*. Who ain't watched *Scandal*? Whoa! Please welcome to *Money Making Conversations* Kimri Lewis.
3: <laughs> hey, Kimri, hey, girl. Hey, I'm so happy to be here, Rashawn.
2: Thank you, Kimry. You got some things going on, girl
3: i a
2: little something, something. But, Okay, let's talk about this. You, know, you know, I'm
3: trying to be like you. And I want
2: you to be like me. And the people say that and, and know that I always <laughs> tell people, my goal is starting this show, Kimmery, and I want you to be a friend of mine and because I've always been a mentor all my life and didn't really know it. And then as I got older, I realized when I look back and when people come on my show, they tell me what I've done for their career and with them along the way. And I just did it unconsciously because that's my personality. When I look at a young talent like you, and I see that you 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 you've developing multiple streams of income, and I want to know how did that come about in the whole process of saying, okay, I can do stand up, I want to act, I want to write. How did that How did that process develop? Because a lot of people need to understand your technique in doing that and developing that.
3: Yeah, you know, you can't nowadays. There's just no no excuse for not. Uh, like you say, having multiple streams of income and and tr- getting the training in all the different crafts that surround your passion. So for years, I said, okay, all I want to do is be an actor, right? That's all I want to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, the, you would go out on these auditions, which were few and far between. Yes. To to begin with, and then when you get to the audition, you say, okay, like the script is kind of kind of funny, but like I can <laughs> insert my own jokes here
4: mm-hmm. and,
3: I, you know, let me make it a little bit, a little bit more funny, you know, mm-hmm. funny to me. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, Hey, I can, I can, I can write a little bit, right. you know, I do stand up. So why not make myself. You know, uh, a machine that can go not just when people are calling you in for, for auditions, mm-hmm. but, you know, an, a business that's running even when they're not, you know, right. create your own work. I'm writing right. my own scripts. I'm, right. you know, doing stand up whenever I whenever I feel like it. Right. Um, so it's y- y- you just get tired of waiting.
2: <laughs> and that's, <laughs> that's very true. You get that's tired really true. of
3: waiting for folks to call on you. And uh, that'll push you to do
2: some things. And it did me. I remember Been when I. bills. Right. Bills you know, will bill, you bills, bills will make you things. like do some ugliness. <laughs> ugliness, girl. You go on stage in front of four people. I did that one time in Corpus Christi. I went on stage in front of two people.
4: Yeah. That
2: was the first show. And guess what? Get they out. stayed for the second show. <laughs> <laughs> I went up to the owner. I went up to the owner and said, you kidding me? Yeah, well, they paid a give, Rashawn. Hey, man, I only got one act. <laughs> only got yeah. one act.
4: Yeah, you about be here the same
2: show. You about be hear the same show. So I know what you're saying, and I wanted to I wanted to let everybody know what she's saying here, is that, like, I, I left IBM. I had a math degree. Mathematics is my degree, and I was a, I was successful at IBM. And when I left to do stand-up comedy, I felt that was a—I didn't have to ask anybody to go on stage. I figured I can go out there and showcase my talents and get paid for it, whereas an actor or an actress— you really are are, are 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 a prisoner to the moment of if somebody calls on you. Whereas a stand up, you know, you go out and to a club, you're in you, the script. You know, you, you understand what I'm saying because because you know you know in LLA and you are a rarity. When when she's an LA native, you don't really run across people like her. You know, everybody comes to LA to be a star, and a lot of people think that LA, you born in LA, you're going to be a talent. How did that? How did that work for you? Because mm-hmm. you're LA native. You know, and and you and you and you and you broke through because you uh, you get you you in a, comp- a competitive field where you have so many people traveling to Los Angeles to do what you do. How did you pull it off?
3: Yeah, I'm lucky. I I, I think it's a combo of being a little bit crazy. <laughs> Stick
4: with
3: it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also having just you know a great support system. Right. Um. Right. I have a you know my family and my friends are here and I think it's important to, to yeah you you got to make your money and and be in this industry but for me it's always nice uh, to hang out with my family and friends who aren't in the industry you right. know just mm-hmm. to have some time off and recharge. Right. Um. So yeah, but I love being from LA. This is my city. It's this some city. is my
2: We're gonna talk town. about some eating so places in a minute, but I'm on the phone. She's on the phone. Kimberly Lewis. Oh, she plays I Poppy. I got them all in the new family comedy, Single Parents. It's called Single Parents on ABC. It premieres September 26. Every Wednesday, it will come on yep. after it comes on every, every Wednesday
3: at 9:30.
2: Yes, sir. It's 9:30 West Coast, East Coast, 8:30 Central. See, people don't know that. You know, I yeah, I'm worldly. I I've, right. I I've lived on both coasts, so it took me a minute to know that the news comes on on East you and West at 11. Time zone. You don't know the time zone. Ten o'clock in the Central <laughs> time zone. You know, people think I'm crazy. But 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 oh, I love talking to a comedian. You know, here, here's a compliment. When I hear your voice tone, it reminds me of a good friend of mine, Wendy Rick Robinson, and that's a, to me that's a compliment. Oh my
3: gosh. Wendy was my, she was one of my first acting teachers here in LA. I love Wendy. Shout out to Wendy. <laughs> Miss Wendy. Yeah, it's, it's, I went it's, to Amazing Grace Conservatory.
2: That's yes, am. Oh my God, I can't believe this. That's what I, do, I donate to no that. I, I, I buy 16 scholarships every year, my wife and I, 16 scholarships every year to the Amazing Grace Conservatory. That's Founded by Wendy Thank Raquel you, Robinson, sir. very talented actress. Just bring it up yep. the speed. She, play, she, she played a co star on Steve Harvey's series. She played the principal all those years and many, many other roles.
5: She sure did. And
2: um, one of my largest donations I ever made was made to her, her Amazing Grace Conservatory. Every year, they, they just honored me last year as one of their outstanding um, leaders and contributors to the Amazing Grace Conservatory. And to say that you're part of that. Oh, girl, you know, we we even closer. we even closer.
3: Oh, man, that school is everything. Man, listen, there's, there's not a lot of opportunities for for kids in the hood, you know, and I grew up in South L.A., so mm-hmm. that was one of my, my safe places, man, and Miss Wendy is everything. I love her.
2: Here's a funny part about your career, okay, that uh, when you're doing stand-up, and I've been fortunate, that, uh, I've been a stand-up. Uh, you know, I always be like, oh, you ever go back doing stand-up? Uh, that's a stand-up is hard. A lot of people need to understand that. Telling a joke to strangers. Now, telling jokes to your family, cool, because you know the nuances of what will make them laugh. But when you walk in a room and you don't know these people and they pay money, that's a difficult task. What as, as a stand-up, there, there are some assets to being a stand-up. It has made me, you know, um, I guess, a courageous. I can I can speak to anybody. Mm-hmm. What are the What are the, the advantages of being a stand-up? Has helped you in your career
3: made me a writer, you know, I'm, I don't, I write my own stuff. So it's made me, you know, feel confident enough to become a a television writer. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, you know, you know this, but for those who are listening, comedy is all about timing. Yes. And you know, if you mess up one word, the joke is done. Yes. You know, so, being able to have that ear and develop that ear as a stand-up has made me more able to um, find jokes in scripts
4: mm-hmm. where that I'm acting in. Mm-hmm. And
3: if there's if the jokes aren't there, then this has also helped me to infuse some jokes, right. <laughs> put some right. jokes where there should be jokes, but they mm-hmm. ain't,
4: mm-hmm.
3: You know.
2: Yeah, they, you're absolutely yeah. right. It's, it's it's really you know uh, when because you know I'm talking to you, and when I don't always like to talk like. Is an inside conversation, I try to open it up so everybody can understand and relate what we're talking about because I've had some bad nights on stage as a stand-up. I've had some nights on stage where I go, why am I even trying to make people laugh? I've been in cities, I'm going, is this my future? You know, because I don't see, mm-hmm. and sometimes I've been on stage going, I'm so funny, okay, why aren't people giving me more money? Because I'm so funny. <laughs> That's how funny I am. I, You know, if you do three, here's the funny thing, if you do three shows in a night, by the time you get to that third show, you'll question whether you've done that joke already. If yeah. you ever get to that point, that's scary because you'll go, yeah, yep. did I just yep. do that joke? So you you have to really be did focused when you go on stage. Oh, yeah, you know what there. I'm talking about? That's the worst feeling in the world, to go on stage yep. in the middle of your set and you go, okay, am I about to yep. tell a joke I just said? Did
4: I say this already?
2: And it will destroy <laughs> an amazing oh, yeah. set. <laughs> The Macy Uh sets. So, with all your popularity, my friend, being a Houston, a Los Angeles native, I'm a Houston native, a Los Angeles native. Before you wrap up, tell me some great places that Rashawn McDonald, I lived in LA for 15 years, but you're a native, so you may know some places to go eat Uh that I don't know about. Off air, we mentioned some stuff. I mentioned Doolin's. I love going there on Crenshaw. I love off Jefferson. I love going to Harold and Bell's. My boy Bledsoe, Hoodie Award winner back in the day. You know, I oh, love yeah,
3: blood cells you, and but you got to go to the bloodsomes in Compton.
2: That's where that's I go. Surreal. That's where I go. I go to uh, uh to okay. um yep. uh, right there in Compton. I Also go to the Griddle Cafe right there, on, uh, uh, right next to the Writers Guild. Those huge pancakes,
5: Those big old pancakes. Because yep.
2: everybody does
5: great. Everybody moms, does
2: Roscoe's. What what moms am I missing? In the
3: valley good. What oh, what
2: yeah. am I what am I missing?
3: You're missing moms. Moms in the Valley is great, man. They got some oof, got some barbecue chicken. Those mom's, scissors?
2: I've never that been there. Mac
3: and cheese and greens. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah. Okay, I got to try yeah, that. Moms. mom's is great.
2: I got to try that. And also, I got to try the fact yeah. that, you know, that. uh, uh
3: penguins. penguins. You ever been to Penguin Fish? fish
2: no. Penguins, okay.
4: Penguins,
2: okay. Now, she, she's listen. throwing out some new names got, on me. They
4: got, <laughs> they got this.
2: Mom's and Penguins. See, that's an <laughs> oh, L.A. Right. League, if are talking about that. Back. I had to go at a certain <laughs> hour. You know, you just can't walk in there with a certain car. I'll be driving in. You know what I'm saying? We looking like I'm big time, Miss Lewis. You know, um, you are famous, and you're talking to a, a guy who's trying to be famous, at Rashawn McDonald. <laughs> you keep you keep winning. Um,
6: oh, you, you already famous.
4: They gonna
2: know you. I, I try, but look here. This is what I want to tell you is that uh, I want you to send me some banners so I can put it on my website. I want to support your brand. Um, you, you're a star, and I want to thank you for supporting uh, and being a fan of uh, Wendy Ricard Robinson, Amazing Grace Conservatory. It's it's something that's been a blessing to my life and you're a blessing to come on my show. So keep winning, okay?
1: We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial.
7: This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had documents that I signed for a home equity loan. Only I didn't. What
8: a nightmare. She's the victim of a devastating crime called mortgage fraud. Your home's title and mortgage are kept online, where thieves, foreign and domestic, hack them. It's simple. They forge your title and borrow every penny of equity you have in your home, like this police officer. I know about title fraud, so I registered with Home Title Lock and discovered some thief had already taken over title. Thank God I found out in time. No bank, identity theft program, or insurance protects you. Home Title Lock will. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. The instant it detects tampering, they're on it, helping to shut it down. Find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. Get your $100 search free with sign up. Visit HometitleLock.com. Home Title Lock.
2: Each Money Making Conversation radio talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They in turn deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. That's why I do Money Making Conversation, everybody, about that balanced life, something I failed failed miserably in. I'm going to ask my uh, my friends who are in studio, they're about that balanced life because I felt about it. But let me introduce them because one on the end, he's a talker and uh, he actually brought a, a, a card in here with some scribble on it. And I'm scared because it sounds like he may be interviewing me. <laughs> Nobody's ever come in the studio <laughs> with a card now. Oh, there's writing on both sides of the card. Philanthropists, founders, and uh, J- it was a jobby. Jabai. Jabai, Incorporated and the creators of the International Trailblazer Awards, or the, an event that I attended, an event that I discovered. These are beautiful people sitting next to me. They believe in giving back to the community and helping young ladies and gentlemen that's trying to uh, better themselves, helping people that's ready to step in their destiny. Please welcome the Money Making Conversation, Caesar Gators. Gators, yes, sir. Gators and Christy Fields. Yes. Welcome. Good morning. Well, thank Thank you. See, he got that radio voice already. Boy, he just already making me look bad. (laughs) See, I can't, I I can't stand him. I don't know why I brought him on this show. I know he gonna put his best foot forward, and he did. did. Whipped out that voice on me. Come on one more time, Caesar.
9: I'm just waiting for you.
2: Well, tell everybody about you, both you guys in the studio. Uh, first of all, I went to the event. Let me just let's talk about where I met you too. It was at the International Trailblazers Award, mm-hmm. and that event is kind of similar to what I was doing several years with the Neighborhood Awards. It's a uh, it's honoring the unknown and shining light on individuals who should who are special in the community, and it's also a fundraiser. So I'll start with you, Christy. Tell us about it.
6: Jabai came about um, two thousand and Eight, Eight mm-hmm. when we first opened a salon. Yes, ma'am. I opened a salon and I, we just kept people just kept coming to us and like needed help and had situations and it just started growing. I was like for real, so I started feeding the homeless and I started doing. We had a young lady who wanted to go to the inauguration, so mm-hmm. we started trying to get funds together and just how it all started. It's mm-hmm. just the salon was the birth and then Jabai came about.
2: Okay, so, so okay, so now, you know, people come ask me for stuff. I kind of, like, look the other way. So, obviously, you guys didn't have blinders on.
6: No. I would give you the shirt off my back. My grandmother always told me, if you can give somebody something to wear to eat, give something to eat and give them somewhere to stay. And I've been doing it. Okay, it just came so, naturally.
2: Okay, see, tell me your story now. It's the same story?
9: It's basically the same except one thing. I had the blinders on in the beginning. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> my man! You know, yeah. <laughs>
9: You know, and, and, and what happened is that we had people that would come to the salon and always want to help and I said, Well, we know we can't help everybody. Right. right. But we started taking money out of the teal mm-hmm. and started helping people. Right. And our accountant told us, Well, you know, you just can't take money out of the teal because, you know, the government not gonna give you right off of that just taking money out of the teal. Right, right, right. So Chris came up with the idea of starting a foundation, mm-hmm. and I said, "Okay, let's start a foundation." I said, "What's going to be the name?" And she mm-hmm. said, "Well, she got to think about it and she got to pray about it." Mm-hmm. And my son's middle name is Jabaius, mm-hmm. and it came from the prayer Jabaius, and that's mm-hmm. what she got Jabai from, which stands for just about blessing you. And we just started going out in the community, bre- blessing people, trying to get back to the community that was supporting us.
2: Okay, let's talk about the salon. Okay, let's talk because that's my show is about entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. money making conversations based on. Uh, advice about uh, small businesses, how you started. So let's talk about how the salon got started before we start talking about the giving back. Ooh. Because because we have two people. That mm-hmm. means that decisions aren't always equal.
4: Mm-mm. Somebody has
2: a way they want that wall to look or that chair to sit or how we're going to do reservations. Let's talk about putting that business format together.
6: Well, My ultimate goal was to have a salon where you can come mm-hmm. and get your hair done. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody can't afford to pay $65 or so $55 to get their hair shampooed and set. So I wanted to have a salon where you can come and get your hair shampooed and conditioned for $10. I, we
9: did I, I, it every day. Let, let, me, let me interrupt for a minute, Rashad. Now she, now she, now she, now with your listeners, she about to shock the industry because they did this in North Carolina, but when she brought it to Georgia, right. we had a bunch of haters, and I'm going to let her tell you why.
6: Mm-hmm.
9: Okay, so it went from $65 to you saying
6: $10. $10. Every okay. day, no appointment needed, seven days a week. All you had to do is just walk in. Mm-hmm. and get your hair done. So we was like, they was like $10. I was like, everybody can't afford to get their hair done. I'm not trying to take your clients, but you have people who cannot afford to pay to get their hair done, period. I'm trying to help them.
2: So it wasn't even a business decision, it was a more of a, a community decision. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. but you changed the game though,
6: right? I changed the game. Lord knows, because I can charge $65 because I love what I do, mm-hmm. but everybody cannot. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a step on nobody's toes. I do this because you have senior citizens on a fixed income,
4: mm-hmm.
6: ten dollars. You have mothers who have four or five kids. You mm-hmm. can't pay sixty-five dollars for every child. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, not, it's not possible. Mm-hmm. So you got to have somewhere they can come and get, at least get something done, and they feel good about themselves.
2: Okay, cool. Okay, Caesar. Okay, sixty-five to ten. That's fifty-five dollars. That's fifty-five dollars. Okay, where are you at in
9: this conversation? <laughs> okay, in the beginning, it took me a while to become a believer. And the reason, because I'm, I, I looked at the economics. Right. And then once I broke the economics down, and, and all my hairstylists and barbers out there, they really going to hate this part. Mm-hmm. But when you go buy a bottle of shampoo, mm-hmm. you can buy a bottle of shampoo for $25. Right. Out of that bottle of shampoo, you can shampoo 110 people. That's where I started. Yeah. I started wow. breaking down the numbers. Why? Wow. So 110 people for $25 bottle of shampoo. Mm-hmm. If we're doing shampoo and sets, which is what she called a roller set, mm-hmm. and charging $10, mm-hmm. and it's only costing us $25, plus some water, mm-hmm. and the stylist's time, it made sense. So we got about $2 invested, because it takes about seven to 10 minutes, if you're really a good roller setter, mm-hmm. to roll the head. Mm-hmm. So we got about $2.50 invested in that $10. So it made sense to me.
2: Okay, cool. So it you know we know when people hear things that are unusual you know they they go really, really? okay now you had to deal with that part of it the, the, the what kind of what kind of hair wash am I gonna get uh, is the water me, gonna be cold <laughs> are you using some uh, generic a uh, uh, detergent
6: we, we use all professional products <laughs> straight requests since day one design essential it didn't matter mm-hmm. because that's what we did mm-hmm. and then people call like well, do I have to shampoo my own hair? Do I need to come shampoo and condition already? <laughs> we're like, no, we're going to shampoo and condition and roll you up. they was like, you sure? We like, yes, we have to bring our own rollers. Like no. right, They would right. send their grandmother in right. first to test us right, right. to see, and then they would come in. <laughs> I'm like, for real? But that first week we opened, we did about 40 people. Uh-huh. That second week after that, we did six, 700 women a week, every week. Yes, sir, every day.
2: Okay, 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 cool. See, I love that because, you know, I'm a big ice cream guy at Brewster's. I go there. If you go, if you take a banana the Brewster's on Thursday, you get a half price banana split. So that's what they was thinking. You know, <laughs> they got to come in with the hair wet. wet. The hair already got to be wet. Mm-hmm. You dive in we, and get it we, done. We, You're going to do it for $10. We're we going to do it from
4: the
6: beginning.
2: So, so let's talk about this.
6: How big is, first of all, the name of your salon? The salon then when we first started was Sweet 20. The okay. salon there is the Color Bar Salon.
2: Okay, cool. Let's go back to that. How big was it, and how many, um, how many chairs did you have in there? Five thousand
6: square feet, and we had twenty some stylists.
2: Twenty. Now, okay, and, and the stylists rent out the booths. Is that how it works there, or how did that work? It was
6: commission.
2: It was commission. Okay, so so because so a lot of salons, just trying to break down how salons work. Mm-hmm. Like my brother, he has like uh, t- three barber shops and two salons in D.C., mm-hmm. and so he rents out that Boops. chair. And so that's how he generates his revenue. So your your format. How was it there?
6: Commission. You come in and whatever service you render, that's how you get paid upon. You have a, a certain percentage of what you make.
2: Okay, cool. So when you went to this $10, not $65 now, Caesar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now everybody try to get to that commission. Right. Okay, now they're working super hard because they got to work six times to get back up to 65
9: No, they don't. Because let me tell you why, Rashad. Uh, uh. She came up with a brilliant plan. Okay, cool. Commission plan was set up like this. When you did over $1,000 worth of, of revenue, right, mm-hmm. you got 60% of the money. So we gave you more money for doing more revenue. But here's the thing. You got to remember, she said we was doing 700 clients a week. When you paying booth rent at $65, mm-hmm. you don't have 700 people coming through your door.
6: Wow. I had, we had stylists making over $1,000 a week every week.
9: Okay,
2: so, so when did they start biting off your, your, your idea?
6: Oh, <laughs> 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 maybe a year later, I hadn't leave. Mm-hmm. Try to go start the concept somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Then come back, mm-hmm. then leave again. Mm-hmm. But I always welcome open doors because I'm not that person. Right? Because people think it's easy.
2: Think I, it's easy. I, I always tell people, you know, they 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 can work in a bakery, they can work in a whatever event they think mm-hmm. that. But it, it you know the, the thing I want you to expound on this, Caesar, about um, the relationships. Mm-hmm. Um. A belief, a certain, you know, like I said, a lot of prayer involved in this. And a lot of Whole people lot of understand prayer. that prayer is really, to me, focused. It's yes. also under, a plan. You know, a lot of things are determined when you pray. Because I always tell people when they talk about that situation, that, so some people understand that you always need to slow down to understand where you're going. Exactly. And prayer will sometimes do that for you if you pray in the right way.
6: And you know what's so crazy about it when you say prayer. We play gospel music all day, mm-hmm. and we pray in the morning before we open. Mm-hmm. Because you have to have God in your life, and mm-hmm. you have to have faith. And you don't believe it, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it makes a world difference. And it changed the atmosphere because you don't know what people got going on. They come in with issues. So you want them to feel comfortable in mm-hmm. just a place of relief.
9: Mm-hmm. Now, now, Rashad, I, I, I'm I going to take credit for that one because mm-hmm. it was a struggle in the beginning. hmm um, I wanted to change the atmosphere of the salon because you know normally when you have a normal salon, they playing all type of music. You got Absolutely. videos on TV. Absolutely. You got the soap operas on TV. Absolutely. And I told Chris, I said, you know, we need to play gospel music to get into the person's spirit. That's good. And um, and and that way they they fought with me for a while, but after a while they understood. And once we started playing the gospel music, we got better clients, and it it was a better atmosphere for us.
2: What was the age? What's the age group that comes into your? Because when you say gospel music, people think older. You know, it's what's the what's what's the uh, the demo about and 35
6: to that's
2: about that's the pain. That's the pipe. The pan rate right there. Mm-hmm. They bring in the kids. 89. They bring in their friends. Mm-hmm. And so so with that being said, you know, you, you get your hair done. Mm-hmm. You get your spirit done. Mm-hmm. And you walk out there with money in your pocket. Money I like that. Pocket. Well, team, I got to wrap us up here. Uh, I will tell you this Caesar. She picked up the energy in the end. Man, I, I I sparked some in her, you so that means I can someone. bring her back. She gonna Count come Rome. back on the show. Count the roll. <laughs> I want to thank you guys. You owe me some stuff, Caesar. Okay. okay. Uh, in fact, uh, let's let's uh, get Caesar to call in on that deadline date. So he said so he wants to call in okay. to promote the the, the wrap up. We're going we're gonna to promote you. I, I, I'm part of the family. You're part thank of the family. You. And you say you do beards, right? Yes. Okay, we're going to drop by and check her out. This is yes. Rashawn McDonald. we be listening to Money Making Conversations. See Christy, thank you. No, thank thank
4: you. you.
2: We'll
1: be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial.
7: This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had
8: documents that I signed for a home equity loan. Only, I didn't. What a nightmare. She's the victim of a devastating crime called mortgage fraud. Your home's title and mortgage are kept online, where thieves, foreign and domestic, hack them. It's simple. They forge your title and borrow every penny of equity you have in your home, like this police officer. I know about title fraud, so I registered with Home Title Lock and discovered some thief had already taken over title. Thank God I found out in time. No bank, identity theft program, or insurance protects you. Home Title Lock will. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. The instant it detects tampering, they're on it, helping to shut it down. Find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. Get your $100 search free with sign-up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com HomeTitleLock.com
3: of money-making conversations rashawn mcdonald is uniquely positioned to provide a step-by-step easy-to-understand blueprint that drives listeners to realize their dreams and aspirations
8: until you do the business plan or incorporate or actually create that
9: product or start selling products to
6: deal money-making conversations is an innovative platform that delivers financial literacy to help everyone with their brand success.
9: It's good to have a money-making conversation with somebody that makes money.
2: <laughs> She's on the phone. My next guest for the past five years has made Unrivaled Magazine the premier media outlet for covering uplifting entertainment news and events. Their goal is to provide content that is both uplifting and entertaining while providing their audience with a look into some of the most prestigious industry events. They have also recently started to provide promotions and marketing services to entrepreneurs and those in the entertainment industry. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, the author of You Can Be a Success Too. I love that title. And founder and executive in charge of Unrivaled Magazine One, Robin Charles Living.
7: Yay, thank you for having me. That was an amazing <laughs> introduction. Um Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i know you are amazing with those introductions i was so excited about it um i do want to thank you for having me this is definitely um, a full circle moment mm-hmm. talk about manifestation
2: awesome uh you're a louisiana girl to my understanding i correct? am okay talk about I that am. talk about those humble beginnings and we got a lot to talk about the magazine we're going to talk about the book which i read this morning and my, my staff always go risha you God blessed me with the ability to read, uh, and I take advantage of it. I have a pretty good memory. So I um, I usually try to read a book like the day before or the day of because I get mm-hmm. up. And, cause this morning, I got up at like 3.30, so my body clocks just wake, wake up. And so once I say wake <laughs> up, I have two options, to lay in the bed and wondering why I'm not getting up or get up. Uh-huh. So I decided just to get up. And so one of the things on my agenda was to read your book. And uh, so the the storyline is fresh in my memory. So let's talk about those humble beginnings in Louisiana.
7: Yes. So I am originally from St. Martinville, Louisiana, um, a very small historical town um, in Louisiana, which is about 25 minutes outside of Lafayette, Louisiana. Mm
4: -hmm.
7: And I was um, born out of wedlock um, Mm -hmm. to two parents that did not uh, uh, receive a high school diploma. Mm -hmm. Um, I grew up in a single-parent home, Mm -hmm. and over the course of the years, um, my mom began to date, and uh, one of her boyfriends, when I was about eight or nine years old, he touched me inappropriately, and that kind of shaped My early years into um, leading me to become um, Mm -hmm. looking for love in all the wrong places and even just not having um, my own father in the home led me to looking for love in all the wrong places. And um, I began to date older guys, talk to older guys. And at the age of 14, I became pregnant with my first child. Mm
4: -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
7: Okay, and I was only um, a freshman in high school, gave birth to my first child at the age of 15.
2: Okay, you, usually at that point, it goes wrong. Everything goes wrong, you know, for some of your young, you already said your your mom, your single-parent mom. You're, 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 was your father in your life at the time?
7: He was in my life. Um, he just did not live with us, but mm-hmm. he was in my life.
2: Okay, when that happened, what was his conversation with you? What was your parents in general Conversation to you when you announced to them that you were pregnant and you were just 15 years old?
7: Very disappointed. Very disappointed. Um, basically, you know, basically, you have ruined your chances to do anything in life. You have ruined your chances to become successful. That's what I was told by everyone around me
4: mm-hmm.
7: that. Um, you definitely are not going to finish high school. Mm-hmm. You can forget about college. Um, you're never going to become anything. You're just going to stay in this small town and and not excel is what I was told um, by other family members, people in the same town that I live in. That's how that conversation went. Now that's
2: a blast of motivation right there. Oh, <laughs> you're you're fifteen. Oh my god! Right, and they telling you, okay, you know. Uh, uh, close up tent. You're done. You're done. Mm-hmm. Get on welfare. Okay. Have a couple of more. Whatever. You're not gonna make it. Uh, get your GED. Okay. Mm-hmm. Stop going to high school. You got to stay home and uh, take care of this kid. Get your job at some small uh, department store and live mm-hmm. uh, check to check. That was that was the that was the speech. That was the motivating that's, speech that you
7: heard. That's what I heard. But what I got from it, I use that as the fuel to my fire. Become successful. I use that to say, hey, this is what you think is going to happen, but no, this is not the final destination for my life. I'm going to turn it around. And with that, I was able to graduate from high school with honors on time. I walked with the class. I had a three year old by the time I graduated from high school, but Mm -hmm. I graduated, Mm -hmm. went on to college. um, Okay, let's let's slow this
2: down a little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. How did you balance that? Okay, you're talking about graduate with honors because I don't like for people mm-hmm. to just fly past their story. Because, mm-hmm. like, isn't I, you know, okay, 15, I had a kid, I graduated
6: I with <laughs> honors and I went to college. Okay, I had a three year old on my hip
2: when I walked across the stage. Okay, uh... how did you do that? How did you, you had this wave of negativity. You, no one teaches you how to be a parent, nobody teaches mm-hmm. you how to balance life, and you're young. Okay, and I'm assuming that the child's father, was was he in your life? Was he in the child's yes. life?
7: Yes.
2: Cool. So yes, with that being was. said, how did you accomplish it? How did you grow yourself?
7: Oh, my God, yeah. It definitely was not easy by any means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, you hear the, the success, but the in-between story is what really matters. It was not easy. Um, After having my daughter, I fell into a depression um, because with her father, he was also abusive. And Mm -hmm. this is also Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so I do want to touch on that as well. He was abusive verbally and physically, so that kind of put me in a depression. So there are plenty of times where I even contemplated suicide. So it took me to really dig into my relationship with God. That's what kept me going. I knew that if I prayed, God would get me through the situation. So while I'm still going to high school, balancing being a mother, dealing with this abusive relationship, the only thing I could turn to was God. So at the same time, I'm smiling, I'm going to school, I'm making good grades. And then when I'm alone, I'm, you know, battling these demons, so I had no choice but to, you know, dig in and pull my relationship with God as the only thing to get me through these times.
2: Okay, cool. You got through the times. You got a degree in sociology, which I am a fan of because my minor is sociology. My degree is oh, in mathematics, wow. and sociology yes. changed my life. In your book, yes. uh, you can be a success too. You talk about how sociology changed your whole perspective on life. Let's talk about that a little bit from your perspective.
7: Yes. Yes. Absolutely. It it caused me to examine some things about myself, um, my interactions with others, Mm -hmm. how and why I interact in a certain way with others, how and why others interact in a certain way with myself. Mm
4: -hmm. And
7: um, I had a work study while in college with Big Brothers Big Sisters of Acadiana, which mentors, we we get volunteers to mentor at-risk youth. And that was The first job I got out of college and with that degree, um, I was able to to just connect with other um, kids that were at youth uh, at risk youth and, you know, help them find Mm -hmm. their ways through mentoring with other mentors. And I think sociology, psychology, just anything in social services is very needed. You may not make the most money, but. Is the difference that you make in the lives of others that's most important.
2: Before we go to, uh, we've got a minute left in this break. Tell us, uh, Mm -hmm. why did you write the book, uh, You Can Be a Success Too?
7: Absolutely. Um, As I mentioned earlier, you know, I was told that, hey, these things happen to you. You cannot go on to achieve anything great. You cannot go on to be successful. So I wrote this book. As an inspiration to others, and especially other young women that may be going through something as this, a young mother, um, uh, somebody that may be addicted to drugs, somebody that may be depressed. This is not your final destination. You can Mm -hmm. still go on Mm -hmm. to overcome these things and become successful. Yes, you can become a success, too, regardless or despite of your current situation.
2: That's amazing. Um, I met this young lady at the Neighborhood Awards here on, a, on an Instagram post. Uh, she yeah. wanted to find out how she could uh, be on the media, on uh, on the red carpet. At the time, was yeah. Ford was responsible sponsor was the blue carpet. So uh, we'll be right back to talk with more with Robin Charles Living. Uh, she's the founder and executive in charge of Unravel Magazine 1 and the author of the hot new book, You Can Be a Success Too.
1: We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial.
2: You have different, you have some really uh, identifiable titles in your book overcoming adversities, identifying mm-hmm. your purpose, finding ways to stay motivated, fundamentals of goal setting, making sacrifices, be fearless, be relentless, knowledge yes. is power, the importance of persistence. That's when I come into the book. And then yes. ask for help. Show up and show out. Let's talk about that right there. <laughs> show up and show out. Now, that used to yes. be like you know, your kid would show out, you have to spank her. But you said <laughs> in this situation, in the business world, you should show up and show out. Talk to us about that.
7: Yes. I end the book with that chapter, and it's basically just saying, okay, now that you have learned how to achieve goals, how to set and achieve goals, you, you've learned to how to figure out your purpose and all that good stuff, but so what are you going to do with it? Okay, you have to get out there and network. You have to get out there and meet people. There are plenty of times when you are going to be tired. You're not going to be motivated, but you you have to show up. There were times when I didn't want to go to certain events. I'm like, oh, I'm tired. I, I don't feel like going. And I would always be glad that I did because I would end up meeting great people, making new contacts. And, and the showing out part is just walking into the room, owning it. Being that, that person that's unforgettable, you know, having the, the right attire, the business attire, the, the smile, the voice, just, just being rememberable. Well, i
2: will be remiss if I don't talk about your magazine that you founded and you started, uh, Unrival Magazine One. Tell us about that magazine. Why was it important? Because it's five years old, correct? Yes, yes. Why was it important to launch that magazine, and what is the future of that magazine?
7: <laughs> yes, so it was important because I wanted to – motivate others by sharing entertaining uplifting news there's a lot of media outlets that share gossip the latest this mess and everything and and that's fine but that's not something that i wanted to do i wanted to be the one to share okay this person started a business or this person is now a a grammy award-winning singer how did they become that um share share us you know someone that's looking up to you what advice do you have for them that are looking to be in your shoes and the the future of the magazine i want to continue to grow it on a larger platform so that i can reach more people and and just share these amazing stories
2: in in a short note because i'm wrapping up the i have to wrap up the interview staying true to your purpose i thought that was important in in a short capsule tell us exactly what that is stay true to your purpose
7: yes absolutely just know what it is that you are supposed to be doing identify your purpose and stay true to it It means you live and breathe everything around it you you are aware of everything you are doing everything you take part in it aligns with your purpose do not listen to what anyone else Thinks you're supposed to be doing or says that you're supposed to be doing. It's all about you and your purpose. Love you it. have to walk in that. Uh, you it. know, and not have anyone interfere with that.
2: Robin Charles Living, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on my show. I want to take the time for motivating me, motivating my listeners. Uh, her book, You Can Be a Success Too. Please pick it up. Uh, it's on my um, it's in my book club, Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations.
1: We'll be right back with more from Rashawn McDonald and Money-Making Conversations. Don't touch that dial.
2: Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. You're listening to Money Making Conversations. I'm excited today because I got a a legend on the phone. But before we bring up the legend, let's talk about Money Making Conversations. This radio talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. They in turn deliver information about career planning, motivation, financial literacy, and how they lead a balanced life. That's important. Leading a balanced life I'm starting leading now I know what a vacation means I'm not a workaholic I'm still a workaholic I went to bed I was in New York I was in Chicago uh, L.A. on Friday Saturday Flew back I went to sleep this, this morning At 2 o'clock A.M. Woke up at 4.15 So I'm still a workaholic My next guest She's just a superstar Currently serves as the director of player programs and franchise development with Pacers Sports and Entertainment, an ambassador with the NBA and WNBA, and an SEC ESPN women's basketball analyst. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation the owner of the Premier T Bar and Cafe in Indianapolis, Tamika Ketchens. Tamika. Hey! Tamika. I love that name. <laughs> Tamika Ketchens. TC. TC. TC owned the Premier T Bar and Cafe. In Indianapolis, and it's awesome. It's all awesome. now. I'm gonna tell you something. My wife, I don't drink coffee or tea. My wife, I I think she's a I think I want to someone said she's addicted to tea because if she doesn't have it, she has bad days. You know what I'm saying? She's like she's I gotta get my tea. I gotta get my tea. I gotta get my tea. So I want. I, so this interview is for my wife, but also because it's because she's a tea fan and she she. She loves it. She has all these different flavors. Tell us about your, we're going to talk about a lot of things, but I want to start off talking about your your place in Indianapolis, the premier tea uh, bar and cafe in Indianapolis. Talk to me about that, and how did you get involved with it?
5: Well, uh, it's called teas Me, T-A apostrophe S, Me Cafe. And honestly, I got to Indiana. I got drafted from to the Indiana Fever and got to Indiana for a few years. You know, I always would drink tea like that what we grew up, my family, we grew up drinking tea, and we had, like, little tea parties and all of that. And so when I got here, really, a couple years in, somebody was like, oh, have you been to this amazing place? It's called Tease Me, and you should go and check it out. And so literally it became my favorite place to go. And I think the biggest reason was because nobody in there really paid attention to basketball, and it was just a place where I could go in and chill, the vibe, the ambiance. Everything was super fly. And okay, then the owner okay. at the now time. you played in
2: the WNBA for sixteen seasons. So you said yes, you were there like the second season that you. Yeah, like
5: there? in the. I think I started going to the shop probably in two thousand and four. Okay. So my last year was twenty sixteen. Yeah.
2: So so when did you take over ownership of it?
5: I took over in twenty seventeen, the year after I retired. Okay. Cool. So so
2: this is a new enterprise for you. It's, it's it a, it's, is. It's a brand that you've. Uh, Lived and, and been a fan of, and so which is which is really cool. Which means that you know what you're walking into because a lot of athletes they are recommended. This is good. This will make you a lot of money. But you knew this brand. You were, you were roughly 14 years in on this brand when you yeah. finally settled in and bought it.
5: Yeah, and you know honestly, the interesting thing about it is he was only open from 11 a.m. to 2:30 p.m.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um,
5: Tuesday through Saturday, uh-huh. he was open from 11 yeah 11 a.m. to 2.30. And so when I took over, one of the first things was, we need to expand the hours. Like, how do you make money from 11 a.m. to 2.30? And then for probably the first couple of months, we literally would have nobody coming in the morning. Everybody would come from 11 a.m. to 2.30 because they it was like a mad like, rush. But now, I mean, obviously I've had it for a little over, what, 20 months? Exactly 20 months I've had it, and it's awesome. I love it. Love it.
2: Now, what's all when you go in there? What is, what is the experience? What makes it premiere? You know, you know, like I go to places and say we got the greatest hamburger of all time here. the Best <laughs> hot dog in the city. The best barbecue on the rack. OK, you got the premier tea bar and cafe in Indianapolis. Why should I go there? Little Miss was only open for like three and a half
5: hours a day till you came along. I think the biggest thing is the ambiance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you walk in, the whole experience of is just great. You walk through the doors.
4: Yes, ma'am.
5: We start like right when you come in. Okay, oh, Tamika. set it up. our staff is amazing, uh, so Tameka, they're going to say, up. "Hello, welcome."
2: This is Rashawn walking in with his wife, who's a uh, who loves tea. Okay, so walk us through the whole scenario. Welcome.
5: Hello. Good morning. Welcome to Teasme Me Cafe. Oh yeah, Is this your you. first
2: time? Yes. Yes. We've been. We come from Houston, Texas, and and <laughs> I heard about this place. And my wife, she's a tea junkie.
5: <laughs> well, we thank you guys for coming so much And we have, as you can see, we have a huge menu of tea We have over 46 flavors yes, ma'am. Don't be intimidated okay. We will help you figure out which tea you like But she likes to... come on in, make yourself at home okay. you Order at the counter Okay, cool Any food in here? Any food? We have lots of food So okay. we serve breakfast and we serve lunch We're open from 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Okay, I'm there Monday through Saturday I'm there While she's
2: drinking tea, I'll help
5: me some food do yes, you have desserts? So
2: we, do you have desserts?
5: We have, we do have desserts. Thank you for asking. Okay. What would, what type of dessert We have lemon cake. We have carrot cake. We have Okay, carrot cake. Scones. You got me a
2: carrot cake. You got me a carrot cake. I'm there. <laughs> I love me some carrot cake. Give me a nice little slice of carrot cake while she drinks her tea. Now, how's the, how, how are the options brought to the table, or do you have to go to the bar to make your selection? Because while I'm over there eating my carrot cake, is she going to leave me to go to the bar, or are they going to bring the options to the table? We're
5: going to bring the tea to you. Once you order at the yes, counter ma'am. and you go sit down and yes, pick your own spot in the whole place, sit down and enjoy the ambiance, enjoy the music. We always play oh, a music. nice, smooth jazz. Oh, so okay. you will be right at home.
2: Okay, so can, can I pick my songs or is it just on a loop, in a, the loop? loopity loop music just being playing over and I'm just enjoying the ambience of my wife, you know, because, you know, she she always like, she her whole, whole body changes when she drinking tea, like she drinking wine or something. <laughs> you know what i you know, like, girl, I'll be telling it ain't that good.
5: It ain't that good. ain't that good, but she it makes is. it look like when you it's come great. To tease me, cafe, it
2: really <laughs> is that good. So, so with that being said, so I'm in there. So you have a menu. Let's 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 backtrack. You know, so I wanted to go through the experience because see, when people hear things called tea or oh, tea bar, they think that's all is there. You know what I'm saying? But you're telling me, look, Rashawn, you can get breakfast in there, lunch, dinner in there, you have a full service menu, desserts is in there. So one, when they go to the website, if they if they are hungry, come in there.
5: Correct? Yeah. See? Come in there hungry, come in there, not hungry, come in there just for tea, come in for dessert, come to hang out, come to study. We get a lot of entrepreneurs, Thank young you. entrepreneurs that are just starting businesses, so they're mm-hmm. sitting in there. We got students, we got professional, young. Oh, I mean, we got
2: everything. So that means you everything. got that means you got free Wi Fi in there, then.
5: We got free Wi Fi. Yes, I'm gonna tell you something, Tamika, I got. I
2: got to work with you, girl. I got. I got to. I got to get all your bonus points. I <laughs> mean, you gonna get together here, and we're trying to go see. You gotta. You gotta come out front and you can say, "Hey, we are. We serve food here, free Wi Fi. You come in here, hang out. See all those terms." See, and all this because once people hear the word free Wi-Fi, they there. They are there. They okay. there because Starbucks wins on free Wi-Fi. I'm just let you know. They win on that. Everybody likes free stuff. They, we get you,
5: free samples here and there don't say that, don't of say our that, teas. Don't say that, you say that. you're not a tea drinker, I'm, I'm, but I'm, 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 I. I will say when you come, you will have to, not have to, but I think you will be convinced to get a TV because you will find something on our menu that you will like.
2: Let's talk about uh, Tamika Catchings, okay? Let's go back a little bit here because I'm a WNBA fan. Let me just talk about, let you guys know who I'm talking to on the phone from an athletic standpoint. Uh, Ketchin's Legacy is cemented is, is as one of the greatest basketball players ever. She retired. And from WNBA, it's the number two scorer of all-time rebounder, all-time rebounder, already is the career leader in free throws. I mean, she got fouled a lot. I mean, people were hacking on her. <laughs> this young lady been slapped around a little bit. I would just tell you, like, when you've been fouled, we have over 2,000 free throws, you've been slapped. You've been hit. You've been knocked down. You got up mad. Did you ever get in a, in a fight, Tamika? Did you? Ever, nope, you no, no fighting allowed. You never, you never. nobody ever hit you so hard. You just got, like, got up and got in their face and ran up on their chest. You never did that. No, you just, you know, you figure out throughout oh, the game ways see, to come see, back. See, 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 see. I, I, I'm telling you so. I'm telling you. I I remember there was a couple of players uh, that used to play for the L.A. Sparks. They were there. <laughs> they were just, they were basketball. You know what I'm talking about? They were thugs. They were put out there to hurt people. You know, I know them. you know I'm telling the truth? You know, they, they ain't got no talent. They're out there just to file you. Just to file you. That's why she got, got a little freak they got on.
5: talent. You don't make it to the WNBA with no talent. Uh, okay Come now. on now. Yeah, okay, now.
2: All right. I'm telling you, they got your talent now. But you know what I'm saying. There are some people out there, just like in the NBA, There's some what they call players out there, just like in hockey, their job is just to, you know, disrupt the talented player. So, Tamika Ketchin is one of those talented players. And so, sometimes out there, they go, you know, some, we just going to file her. And get her mad and try to throw her off her game. Am I telling the truth now to me? Oh Co- yeah. See. I'm oh yeah. You. you ain't gonna, you ain't gonna mess over Rashawn McDonald on money Man conversation. <laughs> you know, I know you got the hottest tea spot in Indianapolis, but I know my game because see, see, this is going about to become a sad story for Rashawn McDonald because see, I'm from Houston, Texas. The greatest WNBA team of all time does not exist in the WNBA anymore. That's the Houston Comics.
5: Yeah. The greatest. It, it was definitely a sad day when we let them go. but the great thing is that we have the memories, we know the history. You're right, The greatest
4: team Yeah. Cheryl greatest Swoops. players.
2: Tamika yeah. Thompson, who just was inducted into back, uh, Tina Thompson, excuse me, who was just inducted into the NBA Hall of Fame. You had Cynthia Cooper. It was an amazing run of success. They launched the WNBA. And it's, I'm still a big fan of the sport. Let me, before we go to our next break, give me an assessment where you think, where you feel the WNBA is right now, from a global perspective and from a domestic perspective. Because the championship game they had this year was won by Seattle, right? I think Seattle won it this year with Sue yes. Bird, 13 years in, and uh, I think there's Brittany from uh, from uh, UConn. Breanna Stewart. Breanna Stewart. See, I know about basketball. I know Asking out. I'm just, I'm just off the
5: top of the dome, Tamika. Jewel Lloyd, yeah, the whole squad. Natasha Howard got six man of the year. I mean, they had Brianna, like you said, MVP. But I think when you look at the league overall, I mean, we are standing strong. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people are like, oh, the WNBA, you go back to the beginning. WNBA will not, not make it. Now we're here celebrating 22 years in the W. I know here in Indiana, we'll be celebrating 20 years our 20-year anniversary next year. So super excited about that.
2: Thank you for making this call. Tease Me Cafe in Indianapolis. It's the premier tea cafe in Indianapolis. Um, She's the owner. She's an entrepreneur. She's a a legend. She's a Tennessee volunteer. I want to thank you for calling Money Making Conversations. I'm a fan of yours. Understand I'll always be there for you. Anytime you need me to promote you. Money Making Conversations.
7: This online bank was foreclosing on us. They even had
8: documents that I signed for a home equity loan. Only, I didn't. What a nightmare. She's the victim of a devastating crime called mortgage fraud. Your home's title and mortgage are kept online, where thieves, foreign and domestic, hack them. It's simple. They forge your title and borrow every penny of equity you have in your home, like this police officer. I know about title fraud. So I registered with Home Title Lock and discovered some thief had already taken over title. Thank God I found out in time. No bank, identity theft program, or insurance protects you. Home Title Lock will. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. The instant it detects tampering, they're on it, helping to shut it down. Find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. Get your $100 search free with sign-up. Visit HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com
3: Money Making Conversations continues online at www.MoneyMakingConversations.com